Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Linkura podcast. I'm Sakura. And I'm Ling. So, today, as you can see from the title, Sci Fi Rules the World, we are going to talk about science fiction. So, Ling, what do you know about science fiction? Well, for me, I think it's something like the author takes something from the present and put it into a future perspective. Yeah, that's right. But to add more in depth, it's a genre where science and technology conflict with society and usually set in the future and frequently portrays space or time travel and life on other planets. Yeah, so basically, science fiction's author are trying to not only give excitement to the reader by their creative concept of unrealistic things, but also to predict or warn people around the about the consequences of futuristic elements such as AI, robots, or aliens. Well, if we think about that, one of the most common plots of sci fi is aliens take over mankind colonizing planets. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so about this type of science fiction, it, there's a story I want to tell you, like Blood Chai, you know? I know that story. Yeah, yeah, so it's a short story written by American author Octavia Butler. It's yeah. about a society where human males become pregnant with aliens, in which explores interdependence, domination, and gender perversions. Yeah. So the protagonist is Gan. So he's a Terran or human living on an alien planet, and its domination belongs to the fleet. A sentient centipede species. The plot develops on how Gan becomes an egg carrier for a fleet named Tigatoy. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the story, man mostly experiences what woman goes through when giving birth, like in reality, right? Yeah. So in this story, Octavia Butler. Like criticize the power dynamic of the gender binary by creating a world where this power dynamic of men and women are reversed. Yeah. So there's a quotation I remember from a story. So basically, in this in in this story, like a Terran mother must give a child, preferably male, to a click mother. So there is a part where Gan said that the preserve what was hers by the time she came back to my mother to collect what she probably saw as just her reward. Tigatoy likes the idea of choosing an infant. This passage talks about like the sense of entitlement that Click has over Terran. Yeah. But actually totally. it's based on how like before how men picking a woman to marry. Yeah, I agree with that. I basically think the story also highlights racism towards women. Like in the story Terran's was protected and loved by Tilly, yet was not allowed to freely be active, such as going out to work. And on the other hand, Tilly was under control of like everything, having powers yeah. and have the rights to do everything. So it implies like the classic society, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like when men had the power and women were oppressed and have zero power. Exactly. Well, additionally, from the story, the reader can understand the actions of the Tilly were similar to colonization, where they control other people and force them to do something. Like, the Talib doesn't care about the Terrans, like, how they feel and the pain they go through. Well, obviously, um, the gender reverse with birth will hopefully not happen in the future, but the colonizing another planet may happen. Mm, yeah, the thing you said about colonizing plan- other planets may happen for real, because, in fact, Professor Stephen Hawking... Yeah. Believes that we need to colonize other planets in order to secure humans' future. 
I read in some oh. article that, like he said, maybe some natural disaster, diseases, technology may end humanity. So we need to find another planet that can sustain human life. Yeah. And we found one, and we call it like Proxima B. Oh, actually. Yeah, actually. But it still takes us thousands of years to reach here with our fattest rockets. However, Professor Hawking believes that we will overcome this hurdle just in few years. Yeah, possibly in the future, the Earth will not be the only place where civilization exists. Like human will probably destroy Earth and go to another planet to live, and may do the same thing to that planet, like a cycle. Yeah, exactly. So, what about like the opposite, like the invasion of aliens on Earth? Don't you think that's terrifying? The fact that there are other living species outside Earth. You mean aliens? Yeah. Like, imagine ne- them knowing our existence. They might want to colonize our planet and take control of Homo sapiens. <laughs> well, I might be exaggerating here, like, a bit, but, you know, it's not impossible because they might have more power than us. But maybe it's already happening without us noticing it. <gasps> okay, so anyway, so, um, you know the story Hanging Stranger by Philip K. Dick? Yeah. So it has the same concept with the previous story about alien colonization, except that instead of it, it is taking place on another planet, the colonization actually happens on Earth. Oh. Yeah, the story yeah. opens with, a intru- with introducing a protagonist called Lois as a normal man in the 1950s. And he was just having a fine day, like a usual... Like usual, but then yeah. that all changed after seeing a dead body hanging. Oh, I from, remember that part. Yeah, a dead body hanging from the lamppost, but nobody seemed to notice. Yeah, so after seeing something was wrong, he had finally realized people in the town were actually taken over by aliens. When seeing the creatures with wings coming out, and it was just disgusting. So that's why he planned to escape with his family, but it turned out his family was also taken over. And also after that, alone, he had run away to seek for help, but sadly... Well, because basically everyone got colonized, so I felt really sorry, but the yeah. ending of the story was interesting. Yeah, it was sort of like an open ending, but ends, what ends with another person finding a known body hanging from the telephone pole. And that's Lois. Yeah, scary. Well, actually at first, I thought he was the paranoid one. But turns out it was actually the others. Yeah. Like, like just think about, like, you are the only one who's sane in a society. And you're the only one knows about this kind of aliens invasion. Like, Ooh. what can you do? Yeah. Well, the fact that he was the only one who saw something no one else did with the hanging man makes the reader question his sane- sanity because in most cases, people will assume his mental condition, right? Like, imagine you're the only one who can see, like, like ghost. Like, you know what I mean? You would think you- I'm crazy. Yeah, I would probably take you to the hospital. What? Um, okay, um, sure. But also, how the story creates and develops the fear is actually quite interesting. Because the author uses trope, by using a peaceful and a normal town setting, which is relatable for any readers at that time, it will give a huge impact afterward if anything changes or anything unusual happens. 
because they can imagine that it can happen to themselves, it shows a contrast between like a positive, happy environment to like a devastating and like environment full of crisis. Kind of like zombie movies, you know? Yeah, exactly. But like it kind of relate to like our society now. It's like the trust issue. But like at that time in 1950s, it's this story actually carries a strong socio-political undertones because it was like the lynch culture and like the start of the civil rights movement that time. Yeah. And in today's world, it still feels relevant though because like, you know, with the police shootings and the government corruption being a large part of American society. That is so true. When discussing science fiction, most people would think about technology and AIs, right? And also how Mm -hmm. it will take over humans or something similar to that. Probably this might be the most concerning consequence of current modern society because advanced technology is already an issue. For instance, with smartphone addictions or human-shaped AI robots. Smartphones and AI robots are something very daily and common in modern society, but were a fantasy device for people in the past, yet came true in reality. Imagine if something that is considered fantasy and impossible in the 21st century becomes a reality in the future. Like, like you mean time machines or three-dimensional VR? Yeah. Well, talking about VR though, that reminds me of the story The Velt. So it's basically about humans don't know about what their machines are capable of. Yeah. So it is focused on a new advance. We are taking control over the two children of a family, whereas they live in a house full of technologies. Yeah, it sounded cool at the beginning. It was cool, like when I when I read it. But the machines, because the machine was serving everything though, the family members become attached to the machines and lose interactions with each other. Especially between the parents and the kids. Yeah. Like, in fact, the two children, Peter and Wendy, were considering their VR room as their real parents. And and with their imaginary world, they ended up killing their parents with the VR. Yeah, with the lions, you imagine. Well, kids can get scary. Yeah, we can see that this story highlights the consequences of humans dependent on technology. Like, the dad spending his money on buying the house and has all the machines to do every work for them. But instead, the house destroyed their family completely. Yeah. And VR, in this case, like, creates visions of another world from humans' mind and imaginations, right? So, in the story, it also gives the reader some sort of hint with, like, the name of the two kids. What are they? Uh, Peter and Wendy, right? Does it remind you of something? Oh, Peter Pan! Yeah, yeah, so in Peter Pan, like, he take the children to Neverland, where kids never grow up, right? Yeah. So basically, it's the same for this, for this kids. They're stuck in their childhood, in their children's shapes and mind, and they do not want to be separate with the room. They wanted to stay in their fantasy of Africa forever. And the kids cons- consider the room as their parents because they interact with the room more than re- real parents. Yeah, literally, the destruction of human relationships. Uh, this story can be like another form of like a warning from the author how the technology can control human beings and how it m- makes people lose their humanity. We can theorize in technology too much that makes people life- lifeless. Something we should definitely avoid in the future when we get kids. <laughs> Yeah. 
So we did mention about AI robots or cyborg taking over humans. When you usually think of robots or AI, you usually associate them with emotionless, heartless, robotics, or maybe unhuman. I think 70% of people will think like that when it's about robots. Yeah, however, what if when robots had started to develop human emotions? Oh, I have seen some movies about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Currently, AI is already existing across many nations and helping humans with its advanced system. And as years pass by, AI tech and robots are everywhere and are rapidly adapting to the society. So sooner, maybe scientists will develop an AI robot that has feelings. Yeah, it's not impossible if AI can develop feelings like human. I kind of wonder about how society will react and treat robots if AI tech and robots will be everywhere one day. Yeah, well, one of the most futuristic AI is Cyborg. There was a very good story relating to this concept called the greatest one-star restaurant in the whole quadrant. The story is about a group of human-shaped cyborgs that are willing to escape from the humans because they do not want to serve humans anymore. But as they get more guesses, the cyborg that is in the charge of cooking, that's called engineer, becomes obsessed with getting better reviews from the food. Since the spaceship ran out, run, ran out of meat, the cyborg started to betray his mates and took the meat part of them in order to cook for the human guests and get a higher rating. But in, at the mm-hmm. end, she got caught by the humans and it turned out that there was a twitch in her wiring that caused her madness. The story was also kind of sad because it ended with engineer being destroyed part by part but yeah she still tried to ask the humans to taste her dish yeah it was painful but yet kind of disturbing well we can see that the story shows food consumptions of humans can just be based on appearance and the taste since the food the cyborg served for a human is actually not human food yeah but most importantly though like the artificial intelligence begins to emerge we still find ourselves with a really un- very unclear idea like of what the mind truly is. At a certain point, we might not be able to distinguish which is human and which is a robot and might suffer in a situation of trust. Yeah. In the story, a cyborg named Friendly has the exact same appearance as human. I think not only will the appearance be the same, but also the inside. Throughout the story, we can see that the... F- in- See, that engineer has started to develop a, a feeling of like greediness and accomplishment after receiving a star from his customer. This basically says how robots can have feelings. Um, it would be a, for those. Yeah, it would be a problem when this actually happens. Maybe new rights or law might be formed because they have feelings. There might be something like, um, I don't know, AI equality or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you think about it on the other side, in worst case, this actually can cause a war between humanity and robots, as robots can have their own feeling and might eventually turn into hatred towards humans. Well, humanity might get destroyed <laughs> by yeah. robots. Robots is something you will really want to avoid as an enemy. Okay, so that's it for today, right? It was longer than expected, but... Still, we got to know how sci-fi rules the world. True. Well, we got to reflect on some issues about the modern society from sci-fi stories. Like aliens and monster invasion and even colonizing other planets. AI, VR, tech. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to observe science fiction. 
well, it's a deep genre, you know. Mm. Us readers can not only have fun listening to the story, but also get to, you know, know and understand how it can actually happen in the future. Because it's a form of warning about the future. Yeah, I agree. So, should we edit here? Oh, I totally forgot about it. But, oh well. So, thank you guys for listening today with Linkura. And be careful with the coronavirus outbreak. Wash your hands. Okay, so next week at the same time, 9 p.m., we'll be waiting for you. Thank you and goodbye.